Blog Talk Radio. Hi there. I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one of the best ways to do that is by sharing a great book with our grandchildren. So that's where today's guest comes in. Rachel Renee Russell is the New York Times best-selling author of the fabulously successful series, Dork Diaries. And not only are these dorks beloved by millions of fans, and me too, <laughs> the books have also garnered numerous awards and honors. Their latest adventure is called Dork Diaries, Tales from a Not-So-Best Friend. And Rachel's joining us today to share all about it. You've been on the show a number of times. I'm always excited to see you or talk with you. And so Welcome, Rachel. Yes, and I'm always excited to talk to you as well, Eileen. Thank you for having me. Well, again, it is my delight, and I have to say I'm not the only one. That When I mentioned your books are beloved by millions, I wasn't kidding, many millions. And uh, also you have got a lot of really, you know, uh, awards, uh, considering all that you're going for and, and the distinctions that are well-deserved. So I just want to start out by saying a great big congratulations. Well, thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. I really appreciate it. Well, and also I know this is number 14 <laughs> in the Dork series, and uh, the friends, of course, are off on another adventure. Nikki, Chloe, and Zoe are thrilled that their band has been selected to open for the Bad Boys Band. But alas, nothing comes too easily in their lives. So tell us a little bit about how the plot thickens with some various challenges in this book. Yes, well, the, the most interesting thing about this is that basically each of the Dork Diaries books is one month in Nikki Maxwell's life. So back in November, which would have been right around Thanksgiving, which is Dork Diaries book three from 2012, no less, um, Nikki is in the school talent show with her band, and one of the judges is a world-famous kind of um, producer, uh, director, music exec, and he is so impressed with Nikki's band and the talent show that he invites them to go on tour with him that following summer um, with his uh, internationally world-famous band. It's a boy band called the Bad Boys, and again, we created all the, the characters and the bands <laughs> and that. Um, so here it is in her life, eight, um, seven months later, actually the summer in July, where she's going on this tour with the Bad Boys. But in real life, it's seven years later. So from book three, <laughs> we've gone all the way to book 14 and 2019 uh, to actually go on Nikki's tour with her. So that's all was you know a lot of fun and really interesting. So another thing I did is I pulled a lot of characters from other books. Um, there was a, a ice skating diva that was a creative director of a ice skating show. She shows up in Dork Diaries book 14 as a creative director for this tour. Um, and another one of her books, uh, there was a, a, a guy that was a famous designer and um, whatever, and he shows up as the the designer in Dork Diaries 14 for the show. So we're pulling in a lot of our old, you know, crazy characters. And um, it's a, the whole tour concept is a lot of fun. And, of course, Mackenzie was very jealous, and she wanted to, to, you know, obviously go on a tour and open for these famous this famous band, and she's not able to until she figures out that if she can, um, you know, weasel her way into the tour as a social media intern, as a student 
intern, then she's able to go to. And that's what happens. And then Nikki finds out that her roommate for the tour is Mackenzie Hollister, which is, you know, a mean girl and, and her worst enemy. So there's just drama on top of drama on top of more drama for Dirk Diaries. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't expect any the less. <laughs> and speaking of drama, I mean, you do your the the dorks are uh, in middle school, and this is, uh, you know, this is an age that many of us recall with, let's say, mixed fondness or mixed memories. Yeah. Yeah, exactly, and, uh, so, exactly. <laughs> how did you happen to choose this particular age group to focus on? Um, well, I wanted to write for children, and um, the, I mean, technically, in the uh, publishing industry, the three most popular um, age groups would be um, picture books, and picture books are, you know, kind of the bedtime story that you read for right. for the younger kids, maybe three to six years old or so. The second area and second age group would be middle grade, and those are kids that are maybe from ages 7 or 8 up until 14. And then the third and oldest, it's called young adults, but they're really not adults, um, and that would be ages like uh, maybe 14 to 18. So those are my three choices. I didn't really want to do picture books because, again, and a lot of times with picture books, um, they're shorter and um, a lot more art is involved because of the you know beautiful pictures that are found in them. Then there was the middle grade. And then there was young adult. With young adults, I kind of because with the young adults, those are like the high schoolers and the the topics and the things that they get into are a little bit more serious and whatever. So I picked the middle grade, which is like the eight to twelve year olds, the eight to fourteen year olds. That group is a little bit more. Uh, they're younger and they're safer. And I thought it would be, you know, a little bit as a parent anyway. I don't. I don't want to. I don't know if I wanted to know what the 17-year-olds are doing, you know, in some cases with, with the books that, you know, kids are, 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 people are writing for that. So I was way more comfortable. I didn't want the babies, which were the picture books, and I didn't really want the young adults, which were the high schoolers. So I settled on that, that cool group that are still kids, but they're still, you know, not, you know, teenagers quite yet. So, and then, of course, uh, I've also read that that is the age group that kids do the most reading. So, you know, I, I decided to, to pick that that middle group. Well, I didn't I didn't know that, but that does make sense because uh, you're going through so many changes, and of course, I love the fact that Mackenzie Hollister <laughs> always plays this somewhat sweet, sinister, sweet slash exactly. sinister role. She's and you know, again, looking antagonist. back on those years. Yeah, the girls, the mean girls, uh, oh, I'm going to get, you know, the, it, it's just, you can really relate to these books, no matter what your age. Exactly, exactly. And I and I have a, a parents that read, and I have grandparents that read. A lot of times they'll read the book before they hand it off to their child or their grandchild, too. So if, you know, any people that it's my age, I'm, I'm feisty and over 50 as well, um, it'll it'll just remind you of all of those, you know, wonderful years back in middle school and in high school. So it's, it's, and it's very, very funny. So I think the best thing about Dirk Diaries is that it is hilarious. I have a lot of drama and and you know things <laughs> happening, but it's overall it, you will laugh till you cry in a lot of cases. And for that, I have one word, and that is squee. <laughs> yeah, I have learned words, but squee is my favorite. I exactly. Think. And, yeah, that's what uh, she does. Course, she's happy and excited. 
Yes, she does. But, too, I, like you were saying about, you know, laughing till you cry, I bet you and your daughter, I know you're right with your daughter, I bet you really have some great – you know, fun trying to out, you know, create with each other and all that must be a really interesting and fun and bonding experience. Oh, it, it is exactly. Um, I I um, was a, uh, an attorney by trade, and my daughter had graduated from um, University of Michigan at 22 and had just gotten her first teaching job. She was a third grade teacher. And then when our publishers were so excited about the success of Dork Diaries, they asked that I write two books a year. And there was no way I could do that by myself. So I asked my daughter if she would, you know, take a year or two off from teaching to, you know, help illustrate the books. And she said, okay. And here it is 10 years later. I've not looked back at you know, law, and she's not looked back into teaching. She loved being a teacher for the, you know, year or so that she did it, but we're both comfortable in our pajamas, working at home with our dogs, <laughs> barking and running around, and, you know, basically self-employed. So we both have, you know, kind of retired, you know, from teaching and, and law, you know, pretty much after the books, you know, took off. Well, and too, I mean, you get to share a creativity with each other. And now, how do you do? Do you kind of go in your own separate rooms and then come back and and sit around oh, the table yeah, in your jammies, <laughs> talk about yeah, what you've come up true. with? Or, or it's how to. Yes, I, I work in, I have a home office, so I work on the home office that's on one side of the house, and then I built a studio for her, so it's attached to the house, but it's a humongous room, and there's a lot of windows, and then we're like on four acres of wood, so she, we have like wonderful view right outside, but uh, in her office, um, there's a Wacom tablet, which is a digital drawing um, tablet, board, slash computer type thing, and then of course she has her own computer, and um, a lot of electronic computers so that she can create digital. She started out actually doing pen things in pencil and ink with a, like a light board. Uh, but again, over the years um, with the technology, she now works and everything is pretty much digital. So she works on the other side of the house. She brings over her two dogs. She has a humongous standard poodle. Then she's got a teeny <laughs> tiny miniature poodle. So every day she packs them in her. She only lives like five blocks away, but every morning she drives over with her dogs, and I have a little Yorkie, so the dogs are running around creating havoc, Aww. and she works on one side of the house, and I work on the other, then we, you know, I'll visit her office for whatever issues, and she'll come and visit me, and you know, whatever, and then we have lunch together, and she usually stays over for dinner as well, so it's a wonderful bonding, you know, thing between mom and daughter, in addition to, you know, us um, tackling the challenges of, you know, writing a book series. Well, I jeez, Rachel, I want to move in with you. I just sounds like oh, so yes, much fun. Have you, <laughs> no, really, and I, I, I mean, and too, it, it, it's you know how great that you've been so successful and you have touched so many lives. My own granddaughter, uh, I got a copy of your book for this uh, interview, and I'm sending it off to her as soon as I'm done great. because she Very just good. is a major fan. But before, it's, like I say, we've been talking about the fun, and uh, but each book also has a message. I do want to make sure that we cover diversity. Uh, there is a, 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 a girl in a wheelchair. There's also you. You bring in a lot of deeper meaning into these books as well. Exactly, and for Dork Diaries book. 14, even though it's about boy bands and celebrity and Instagram and social media, the the core uh, message of the story is that all of that doesn't matter. Nikki meets the celebrities and she thinks they're going to be like these, you know, cute guys. The guys are miserable. They're overworked. They're tired. They haven't seen their families in months. 
you know, one guy had a birthday and nobody remembered his birthday. So, so even all the celebrity things, they're just, you know, even famous people or wealthy people or whatever, they're ultimately they just want love and they, they want quality lives and they want to have friends. So that's what, that's the surprise she learns, you know, once she meets the bad boys, you know, these celebrity world famous boy band. And then of course, with the Instagram and the social media, again, a lot of that's fake. I um, was reading about a week ago where, you know, the, the whole culture makes you think like they just smiled and snapped this, you know, took the snapshot, and then that's the beauty, you know, in the background and all that. But a lot of times, those uh, snapshots are actually a two-hour photo session and a hundred, uh, you know, photos of the exact same pose. And they just <laughs> the most perfect one at the most perfect angle with the most perfect light. So a lot of it is fake, 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 fake. So a lot of the celebrity culture is. You know, not all that it's, you know, it's not all the glitter and glam. And so that's what the true story of Dork Diaries Book 14 is that Nikki, you know, once she's interacting with it, she realizes that all of this is, you know, a lot of what is social media is fake and that a, a lot of um, what is glitter and glam in the celebrity life are just regular people that, you know, are sometimes not very happy, you know, with, with the lifestyle. And so, so it's an it's, it's, it's interesting what? story. It's and well, there's a deeper message, and unfortunately, we're running really short on time. I just want everybody to know you also, in addition to all your wonderful books, you've also provided websites. But the Dork website are are just fantastic. So, where can people go to find you online? Yes, our our website is the same um, exact um, website as their name as our title. Um, It's www.dorkdiaries.com, and Nikki has um, weekly diaries on there. So if you're in between books or you're, you know, the child or grandchild is between books, they can always go into Dork Diaries and read more of her fun life. Um, She gives advice. Um, There's an Ask Nikki column, and we have kids from all over the world that write in. And then her crush, Brandon, has an advice column that deals with guys you know, types things. So there's just a lot of interesting, you know, things at the website. Well, Rachel, I was so looking forward to talking with you again. You are a delight. Your books are wonderful. I urge all those grannies out there to pick up a copy of all the Dork Diaries, but uh, this latest one uh, is just hot off the presses. It's called Dork Diaries, Tales from a Not-So-Best Friend, and filled with wonderful adventure and life lessons, too. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Eileen. Thank you so much well, for inviting me on. I promise you'll come back on for the next Dork Diaries. I promise. I'm looking forward <laughs> to it already. That sounds great. And until then, I urge all of you listeners out there to go and show the world just how feisty a woman over 50 can be and maybe a little dorky, too. Until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams saying I'll catch you later. Bye-bye. <laughs>